Who would have thought that just 20 miles from Foxborough, Massachusetts, Boston College's Zay Flowers might be exactly what the Patriots are looking for at the wide receiver position? Stick around. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Lockdown Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Please subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I'm your host, Mike DeBay. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me and let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. Pats fans, I hope that you all had an amazing weekend. And of course, it is Monday here on Locked On Patriots. And that means two things. One, it is Mock Draft Monday. And boy, you guys have submitted some amazing Lock Drafts. Can't wait to be able to share what we have in store for you here today. Of course, it is also hashtag locked on Murph Monday. The legend himself, Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, is going to join me here in just a moment once again to break down uh, two amazing mock drafts from listeners Matt Urban and Dan Kelly. Trust me, folks, you're going to like what Matt and Dan have come up with, so stick around. It's going to be a fun one here today. And, of course, folks, don't forget to come back tomorrow here on Locked On Patriots. We're going to be breaking down the latest from the NFL owners' meetings Currently happening in Phoenix, Arizona, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, all meeting with the media. A lot was said, and we're going to break it all down for you here on Tuesday's pod. But first, the New England Patriots may be looking to the 2023 NFL Draft for their next big splash in the wide receiver pool after all. Luckily for the Pats, the player that they've been pining for may actually be closer to Foxborough than we originally thought. Denver Broncos head coach Sean Payton kind of poured some cold water on the coals of the Jerry Judy trade market over the weekend. He declared that his club is not going to be trading Judy for the 2023 season. He also mentioned Courtland Sutton in there as well. And again, folks, a lot of these can be taken with grains of salt. I've seen situations like this before where a coach, a general manager will make a declaration and then all of a sudden, they kind of reverse trend. But right now, we'll take Peyton at his word. If these two guys are off the market, DeAndre Hopkins, that's looking iffy. The price tag looks to be a little bit too high for the team's liking. So the Patriots right now seem destined to find their anticipated upgrade in wide receiver room over a three-day period in Kansas City in late April. That's right, folks. We're talking about the 2023 NFL Draft. And despite the recent addition of Juju Smith-Schuster, the loss of Jacoby Myers really ensures that New England remains in the hunt for at least one additional receiver prior to the start of the 2023 offseason program. Now, it should come as no surprise that the Patriots sent a thorough contingent to Boston College's Pro Day, just 20 miles from Foxborough. 
And that contingent was very impressed by what I've heard from Eagles wideout prospect Zay Flowers. Now, Zay is a favorite of a lot of you here on Locked On Patriots. I read a lot of the comments that you leave on YouTube, a lot of the comments that I receive in Twitter DMs and all over. There's a lot to like with Zay's game. Admittedly, I've been a little reticent to embrace him as a first-round potential for New England. I'm really coming around on that, folks. That I really, really like what I see. A lot of my colleagues in the media are jumping on this bandwagon as well. I'll admit it. I'm a late tag-along onto this. And I'll be the first to say it, but at the same time, it still doesn't mean that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Zay didn't do the agility drills during uh, his workout for uh, Boston College's Pro Day on Friday. He did the agility drills earlier this month at the NFL Combine, ran a 4.42 second 40-yard dash, so pretty impressive there. But Flowers did take the field for drills and punt returns. And again, from what I'm told, that delegation, which included the Patriots director of scouting, Cameron Williams, very impressed by Trey's, excuse me, by Zay's uh, short area quickness in the passing attack. And that to me is where he may stand out from a lot of his peers. There's no question about it. Really from the get-go, Zay has been among the top receiving prospects in the nation. He's got an added vertical element that allows him to separate from his defender. And he finished his senior season on Chestnut Hill having completed 78 catches, 1,077 yards, 12 touchdowns. Arguably his best trait is his ability to add yards after the catch. And that's really a common theme we're seeing with a lot of New England Patriots prospects right now and potential free agents and, of course, their draft targets. That, to me, is where he will be able to stand out. He averaged 13.8 yards per catch for Boston College in 2022. That's big, and that says a lot about Zay Flowers and the fit that he could have here in New England. I love his speed. I love the talent. They're as imp impressive to me as anybody right now at his position, including my initial draft crush, Jackson Smith of Ohio State. Still very high on Jackson as well. But Zay is climbing up that ladder. And I think right now the only potential drawback for him is going to be his size. He's generously listed at 5'10", 172. You and I both know probably falls a little bit short of that. But his ability to hold up against some of the country's most physical corners in college and now at the pro level, and that's really going to be where this is going to stand out, that has to be projected. That's something that the Patriot scouts and the coaches are going to be weighing throughout the incoming month. If Zay is capable of doing this, at least in their estimation, do not be a bit surprised to see him taken in the first round by New England, whether it be with the number 14 pick or whether the Patriots decide to move down a little bit, knowing that Zay can still be there at the, uh, the level that they want. But ultimately, I think they're going to need to use a first rounder on him. He is really catching a lot of eyes, and his performance on Friday will ensure that he continues to do so. Bill O'Brien absolutely is going to love this guy. I can't speak for Bill, but based on what his penchant is for receivers and how he likes to employ them, really, I think in so many ways, Zay Flowers hits all the boxes. Ball protection, efficient running, spreading the ball to multiple pass catchers. Zay Flowers allows this offense to be able to do all of those, and I think he can thrive in New England's offense. Again, folks, it's not going to come easy. It's not going to come cheap. A rookie deal is going to be a lot less expensive than paying for a contract for Jerry Judy or for DeAndre Hopkins. No question about that at all. But again, that first-round draft capital 
will the Patriots need to use that draft position, either number 14 or any place in the first round, to secure one of the other holes that they have on their roster? Maybe the offensive line, maybe cornerback, maybe the edge rush, maybe safety. There's a lot of different areas the Patriots can go on this. But if they feel that they're still one big wide receiver away from really even attempting to contend this year in a stacked AFC East, a stacked AFC, Patriots are going to need to make a move. And the more I look at it, the more I'm coming around on Zay Flowers being the guy that the Patriots could use and maybe could utilize better than anyone else in this draft. So keep a sharp eye on that, folks. It's definitely not a done deal by any stretch. I'm just giving you my opinion, but I am a late addition to the Zay Flowers bandwagon, and I think he could be a very, very good fit here for your New England Patriots. Folks, the, the mock drafts are about to take center stage, and the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, Thomas Murphy, is about to join me here in just a moment when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, today's episode brought to you by our good friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Folks, the tournament is red hot right now. It is entering their fever pitch, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to the point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. All on the app, safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Patriots fans, as your New England Patriots continue to search for answers to fill the several voids that they have right now on this roster, free agency is kind of taking a back seat, and we are ready to focus 100% on the draft. And that's exactly what we're going to do here today. It is hashtag Mock Draft Monday, but as you can see, it is also hashtag Locked on Murph Monday. And the green man is here, the legendary Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com. Murph, I opened the show today by talking a little bit about how the Patriots will indeed, or at least in my opinion, will indeed look toward the draft to fill some of these remaining voids on their yep. roster. You're going to see the occasional free agent pop in here and the veteran signing, but I think the Patriots are done with big splashes. We heard yep. over the weekend DeAndre Hopkins, Jerry Judy, not likely that either one of these guys are going to be moved. In Jerry, in Judy's case, doesn't look like he's going to be moved at all. Oh. With Hopkins, probably not to the Patriots. They're asking price a little too high, so that leaves the draft. And I did talk a little bit about Zay Flowers of Boston College, about how he might fit nicely here in New England. But there are a lot of holes to fill on this roster. And today, we've got a couple of great mock drafts yeah. submitted by some really, really great listeners, a couple of long-time, big-time supporters of Locked On Patriots, and we're happy to welcome them in here. So, Murph, let's get right down into it. The first submitted by our good friend Matt Urban, at Matt Urban on Twitter. That's two U's, M-A-T-T-U-U-R-B-A-N. That's two U's, not two U's, folks. I, uh, did, uh, <laughs> I always try to channel my inner Vincent LaGuardia Gambini, but I'm not going to do it this time. Um <laughs> You know, let me ask you something, Murph. Uh, but uh, in any case, 
Um, Matt, I thought, put in a, a very interesting draft, yeah. a very good draft, a very thorough draft. A uh, couple of trades. Matt thought he went a little too heavy on the trades, but we've I seen agree. a lot more uh, in terms of trades before. So before we chastise Matt here, too, no. well, yeah, I think you're, you're doing okay. But, <laughs> you're um, doing all right. Right off the bat, he hits a good one. Uh, yeah. Patriots get down to 29 in the first round, but they still maintain a first-round pick. They go uh, offensive line again, deja vu from uh, last year, uh, picking it. up Dewan Jones of Ohio State. We've talked about Dewan several times. Uh, this would be a nice consolation prize if the Patriots trade down from number 14 and still end up with Dewan right. Jones on that offensive line. Yeah, I, I really can't see this working out that way. <laughs> But I know. <laughs> did, but if it did, I love it. I would like Dewan Jones, you know, you know, 10 picks earlier, you know, if yeah. the Pats moved down and they, they were still able to grab him. Um, I wouldn't be highly upset if they grabbed him there at 14. So, mm -hmm. you know, good on good on Junior here, grabbing a couple of extra picks down the line and moving down and still getting a tackle that I personally wouldn't mind seeing in a Patriots uniform picked at 14. Yeah, definitely. Uh, no question about it. And no question on the size, no question on the uh, the strength of this kid and the readiness and the pro-level ability that he brings to the table uh, would be a nice consolation prize there. Patriots doing some uh, swapping here with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, definitely uh, Matt's got an interesting trade going on here, uh, obviously, that uh, you know allowed the Patriots to right. pick at number 29. But in the second round, they also get pick number 40. North Carolina's Josh Downs. Now yeah, I talked a little is, bit about yeah. to open up. This one's interesting, Murph. Go ahead. Let me let me hear what uh, what your thoughts are on. Josh yeah, Downs. no, I this is not somebody that it was was uh, beeping on my radar, mm -hmm. as, as we say it. You know, there the, there was no opening to uh, to uh, uh, um, God. I hate when I do that to the uh, the spy who shagged me here. Oh no, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. That it was. This is a nice pick, man. I like this kid. I like the tape that I watched of him over the weekend. Um, once again, uh, not not in love with the size, but but I like short people. Mm. I, you know, <laughs> short people got reason to live, and and they've done Thanks. well in this. I, I think. <laughs> That's why we get along so well, folks. Like Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> So no, this is a kid that that has some some fantastic moves, some good speed, a little bit of separation there, and is somebody that could slide into the slot and play really well here in New England with an offensive coordinator that knows what to do with this small, tiny little wideout that can uh, get separation from the slot. So yeah, no, good on him, good on him. I like this. I like Josh Downs. Well done. Yeah, Josh Downs to me is someone that's kind of lurked below the surface when it came yeah. to someone that could be in the Patriots' radar. And obviously you hear a lot about, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster's addition yeah. and how the Patriots are kind of loaded in the slot. They need big perimeter bodies. I get the argument. I'm not refuting the argument. But people have to remember that the wide receivers that do the best in a Bill O'Brien offense are guys that can get yards after the catch. Right. Murph, we're going to see a lot of yak this year, and I know you love it, and I know Bill loves it more than yep. anything else. 94 catches, 1,029 yards receiving last year, 11 touchdowns, 10.9 yards after the catch. Right. This kid can there be effective go. out of the slot, folks, but he can also be very adept at making contested catches. 
had a chance to talk to a couple of scouts about Josh recently. And the one thing that they kept telling me is tenacity. Yeah. It's not going to give up on a play and he's going to hit you. He's going to hit back and be physical with you regardless of the right. size of his defenders. So that to me always speaks well. Guys like that can always thrive in a Patriot system. And, so. and that's, that's what gets me here is, is the fact that um, he's still a top 100 player. Mm-hmm. In, in my estimation on anybody's big board, but he, he's, um, he's probably ranked, uh, no, 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 I'll, I'll give it to you. He's, he's ranked in the top 50 and we're taking him well within the top 50 here, you know, just, 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 you know, inside it. So yeah, no, I'm not going to cut this up at all, man. I, I, I like it. Yeah. I really do. You folks are asking for a, a pure slot receiver. Here he is right here in a second round. Yeah, without any question. Uh, very good job, I think, um, on this one as well. So if the Patriots are going tackle and wide receiver with their first one-two punch, and this is what they come yep. away with, so far I'm liking it an awful lot, Matt. Very good work. Um, Adibo Ware coming in now here on the edge at number 46 yep. in the second round. Um, the aggregators like this one. This is a kid that's getting a lot of steam here in terms of potential edge uh, targets for the New England Patriots. Big need for this team, uh, Murph. Yep. Uh, I think they filled it in a big way here. This is another pick that I thought was pretty good. Yeah, this was another sly little move here. Um, I, I concentrated more on Garrett Williams that that he grabbed in the next round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, this is this the three solid starters in the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't ask for more than that. Okay, this is a guy that's going to come in here and wreak a little havoc. Uh, give somebody. He's got good speed. He's gonna. He's gonna give uh, guys like Josh Allen a a fit when they when they try to roll out, and he's chasing them down. Uh, another good pick. Really like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I like this one as well. Uh, so far, doing pretty well. I think three for three right now. If yep. we're grading him uh, on uh, a batting average, Murph, you're the, uh, the baseball guy. You're gonna have to correct me if I'm wrong. But three for three is a pretty good day so it's far. A good day. Yeah, yeah, yourself a day, ball bad. player. Yeah, pretty good. Well, but well, but. Well, all right. You mentioned Garrett Williams, and I have a funny feeling we're going to at least take up a couple of minutes talking about him because this is, I think, one of the more enigmatic picks here for the New England Patriots. There are opportunities for them to be able to upgrade a corner. We've seen it. This is a deep corner class. Yep. You can go number one if you if you really wanted to. Obviously, okay. everyone's going to love to corral Christian Gonzalez out of, but I yeah. don't think that that's going to be able to come to fruition for the New England Patriots. But we talked about several targets here. Williams is one we haven't talked a whole lot right. about because there is a lot to like, but some people shy away from picking him in the earlier rounds because he might be a little bit, and believe it or not, Murph, this is a problem for some people, a little too physically aggressive, yeah. a little too uh, you know, temperament out there, a little bit too much that can lead to some losing control, some not arriving at his right. uh, uh, targets you know, on time and, and things of that nature that can derail him a little bit. But if he can right. harness that in, this might be the type of corner that the Patriots need most, yeah. in, at and, least in terms of skill set. And grabbing him here is a real possibility, man. This kid tore his ACL against yeah. Notre Dame in 2022. That's one of the another reason why he's dropped down, but he has some of the best feet in this in this entire draft. He really does, folks. Go check out his feet, not in a creepy way. Just go watch what this kid does with his feet. I really like this pick and here uh is somebody with with some serious upside that Bill is not going to have to pay a ton of draft capital for. Uh I I like the pick. I like the spot where he went. Bravo, man. Good on you. This is turning out to be a great draft. 
Yeah, I think Matt's really done a very good job here, especially in the early rounds. And if you can start pleasing the crowd in early yeah. rounds, you've already won an awful lot of uh, I'm the size here. of the crowd. <laughs> he is, folks. We don't call him the big green man for nothing, folks. But uh, I mean that in a good way. Um, really, I think, you know, in a lot of ways, I do. I like Williams's fit here because I yep. do like the way that he plays. A lot of people say, oh, well, he's not the type of ball hawking takeaway corner that will really help to no. shore up a defense. But if you look at what the Patriots need, Murph, that's not what they need. They've got a guy like Jack Jones that can do right. that. They've got a ball hawk that they not can Jack train. Jack in to be that type of guy yep. this is a physical corner that can really right. i think add a whole lot of thump to that position and if you can get someone like this and especially uh falling a little bit in the draft because of his acl injury you mentioned that i think there's a possibility he may start the season on pup so the patriots can get him at a premium if you're yeah. walking away with garrett williams uh to put into your cornerback room uh do not be shot away from this folks i think this is a good solid pick for your new england patriots Yep, without a doubt. Without a Murph. doubt, I, I really enjoyed this this pick right here. It, it's mm. it's just fantastic. I, I'm I'm kicking myself trying to think of a, a comparable name that you folks will know. I'll get it before the before the show's over. I promise. It'll come to me. It'll just come It'll to come me. to him, and we will continue to cultivate that. Um, from top to bottom here, uh, I think uh, uh, you know Matt has continued to do a good job. Obviously, we talked about the first half of this draft because of the prowess that it brings and some players we haven't had a chance to talk about a whole lot here on Locked On Patriots but you see guys like Shoemaker, Michael Wilson we talked about him last week, Michael Turk uh, you know obviously showing I see a sighting there in the sixth round Jake Moody, uh, someone yep. that we talked a little bit about, but yep. someone who definitely has an NFL caliber leg ready to go. I'd, I'd uh, love to see the PFF grade on that pick right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you go, you, that's a yeah. little over aggressive. Yeah. I think that Matt would be the first to admit it, but you yep. know what? It's part of the but he fun. Got it. With but he draft. also he also grabbed Michael Turk down here at the at the bottom at the very he did, bottom at the sixth round and and I really like that. I really like that pick. I could see that easily happening. I could as well, and especially with the Shrine Bowl connection there. I got you it. definitely want to cultivate that. I got, got the comp for Williams. See, yeah, Brandon Browner. Brandon Browner. Very, very good. All right. <laughs> very there you good. Go. One of, you, you know, know, one of the a major component of one of the best Patriots yep. secondaries I think we've seen in quite some time with Revis right. and, and those guys were as minus physical whole, and as good as they could. Minus the whole felon thing. Okay. That's yeah. The, that was, we'll, we'll move that right out of there. That's yeah. not what I'm talking about with this kid here. <laughs> Just the skill set, what he brings, and um, and the physicality that this kid plays with. So, yeah, mm. no, there you go. Brandon Browner. Brandon Browner. I like it. I like it a lot, folks. And uh, we wonder what you think of uh, Matt's draft. Definitely drop yeah. us a note in the comments below. Let us know. But uh, I think it's grading time here, Murph. And uh, I like what Matt has done. Um, I tell you, B plus, A minus, rising with uh, yeah. this draft. I was really impressed. Uh, yeah, and I think B that plus, some good, good. B plus draft for me. It's it's really a B plus. There's a couple of guys that are going to take their time to work themselves in here, but I liked what he did at the top, at the very top of this draft. I like what he did in the middle. I like what he did at the. Nothing um, spectacular, but a good, solid group of ball players that are going to come in here. I'm thinking two, four, five, six seven there there's eight players in this draft that could crack the roster that's a solid yeah. b plus b b plus draft yeah they absolutely could and you know bottom line folks that's why we love to get your mock drafts in here to see what you're thinking to 
different ways that you can put together a roster. It truly is an amazing fan base, and I'm always amazed by the ingenuity and just the level of detail uh, that's put into so many of these mock drafts, so right. many great ones that end up on the cutting room floor that unfortunately we can't feature all of them right. that were sent. Uh, but um, Yeah, exactly. But uh, some of these are really, really interesting. And uh, we wanted to feature Matt's today because he gave yep. us the opportunity to talk a little bit about Williams and Downs, two players that may not have been on a lot of early draft boards, but I really right. think should warrant a look from the Patriots uh, in the coming weeks as yeah, we lead it, up to next month's draft. It's really amazing how how things shift and change up after the combine and after mm-hmm. pro days and things like that. And you can see it. You can see it. At the very top, things are shaking out the same way. But w- once you get to the middle rounds, the, the grades are going up because they're seeing what we're seeing, uh, what we've seen all year long in, in their college game watching these tapes. And, and the algorithms are catching up with us. So, you know, it, it's not mm-hmm. that easy to get a Dewan Jones in the same spot or no, Garrett not. Williams right where where you think he is. But, but oh, my, this is a really good draft, dude. Yeah, thought so as well. Matt, tip of the cap, nod to the gods. Thank you for your submission, my friend, and thank you for your continued support. The Locked On Patriots, you're a great one, and we appreciate you. But, Murph, we are not done yet because nope. we have maybe the most outside the box, but maybe – my favorite draft that we've done here yet today, folks. This is you're not going to want to miss this one. Murph and I are going to break down a little bit of an unorthodox approach, but I think a spot-on approach in terms of how the Patriots love to attack their drafts when this episode of Mock mm-hmm. Draft Monday here on the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. Patriots fans, the legendary Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com joining me here today on Mock Draft Monday. But of course, it is hashtag Locked On Murph Monday right here on Locked On Patriots, a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, um, some of the great joys that we have here on Locked On Patriots is breaking down some amazing mock drafts as the season draws closer. You guys are really sending in some amazing work, Uh, really, really thoughtful, insightful, and I think uh, uh, work that really warrants a whole lot of uh, appreciation and a whole lot of gratitude on our behalf. It really makes our job an awful lot easier when you have such a great fan base that knows what they're doing and sends in some really great work. And Murph, the mock draft that we're about to break down here to close the show today, I think is nothing short of that. This is probably among my favorites that we've done here. Um, jury's still maybe out as to whether or not, not this just, is Not just favorite. this year. Not just this year. This is a top five draft since we've been doing this. It's been, what, three years that we've been doing Mock Draft Mondays? Yeah. This yep. is a top five draft for those three years. Absolutely, without any question. And it comes from a good friend of ours, a uh, really good friend of the program. Uh, you know some of his great work from Fansided as a freelance sports writer for a number of years. Yep. Uh, of course, the president of Kelly Kids Foundation, folks, does great work with yeah. that. He is Dan Kelly. He can be found on Twitter at Dan Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y 66. And yeah, this is a gem, folks. I think you're really, really going to love what he's got here. Uh, The Patriots keeping their first round pick at number 14, going with Georgia edge rusher Nolan Smith. 
Damn. And Murph, I really, I like Damn. him an awful lot. You're not seeing it on a lot of draft boards, but mm -hmm. I think you should. Uh, he makes a really compelling case here, and I think this is a great move by New England. It, it, it really is. This is a game-changing move, man. To, to grab Nolan Smith here at 14, which would be a miracle in itself, uh, <laughs> but you, you can't get anything past Kelly Green. Uh, you really can't. And he was there, and he grabbed him. Fantastic pick. Nolan Smith is a generational, game-changing type of ad. He really is, man. They, I love this kid. I, You guys know my affinity for Georgia football. I really like Georgia. Uh, I lived down there for, for a year or so. These people are fantastic. And and this isn't any kind of a homer pick because, uh, believe me, Kelly is not a Georgia guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, know? he's not. No, he's yep. not, man. He's not. And so uh, bringing this man in at number 14, um, shores that position up for the next decade. This is somebody that Bill Belichick will have no problem handing a second and third contract to. Yeah, without any question. If you like physical players, folks, definitely check out some of the footage that you can find either on YouTube or wherever you can find it on Nolan Smith. You will not be disappointed. This is an edge defender that can drop in the coverage. He can stuff the run. He can get after the passer. Uh, really great blend of size, athleticism. One of the most physical players in college football this yep. year, really throughout his entire tenure with the Georgia Bulldogs. And this guy can be a two-way defender. He can be impactful against the run. He can be impactful against the pass. Uh, this, to me, is a great move for New England if you want to go with a guy that can give you years of hybrid, um, just really versatile right. uh, capabilities uh, in the front seven. This is someone that you definitely don't want to he ignore. He can play He's anywhere. There. The kid yeah. can play anywhere. You know, yeah. All right. I mean, he, he is. He's only 238 pounds, and you could mm -hmm. you can move him. This dude could play safety. Okay, mm -hmm. that's how yeah, good. That oh my god. I, I'm sorry. I'm just fanboying all over this. <laughs> no, this was this was good, and especially when you hear, and we've said this constantly here on Locked On Patriots, really since mock draft season began, that the offensive line was the biggest need, the biggest key. Right. Patriots had to address it. Uh, most people think that that will be with the 14 pick, and if they don't do it there, it's going to be a wide receiver. But going with the edge, which is a big need for this team, I think maybe an underrated need for this team, this is a good move for the New England Patriots. So bravo, Dan, for uh, pulling the trigger on this yep. one and seeing that. Absolutely love it. Uh, the next two picks here, uh, yeah, Dan is being a homer here. No, I'm only yeah. kidding, Dan. <laughs> only kidding, my friend. He is a Syracuse no, guy, so I gotta, I've got to go there. He's sticking a knife in my back here. Being a UConn <laughs> guy, Dan knows how I feel about Syracuse, okay? So yeah, this, is a, this is a nice little knife, but it, it, he turned it in a right way. He turned yeah. it so it tickled. Look at the guys he grabbed. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about Williams in the previous mm -hmm. segment. I think we've said all we need to say. I want to talk a little bit about Matt Bergeron because, right. um, you know, naturally coming from north of the border, people are not going to look at Canada for their football right. prowess. But uh, sorry for all our Canadian friends out there. You guys do have some great athletes, no question yep. about it. Um, hey, I was Team Bret Hart back in the day, so I don't, you know, I'm definitely I'm I'm flying the maple leaf along with you. But this kid to me uh, is really, I think, right moving up a lot of draft boards for a lot of the right yeah. reasons. Great range. He can be trusted on a lot of the longer pulls. He hits the backside on the cutoff yep. blocks. This is someone I think that really and could Cass make Pro a big... And is just unbelievable. 
Absolutely. This kid had some of the best hands that I have seen, and this mm -hmm. is really difficult for me to say about a Q's guy in a very long time. This is a fantastic pick, and at 46, I would be doing, you know, I would be jumping up and down and popping a bottle of champagne that I was saving for my first grandchild. Yeah, absolutely. You're very, very well, uh, you know, spoken in terms of that. Pass protection, excellent. Really love what he can bring to you in the run game. Yeah. Great timing, excellent awareness and pass protection. So this is a complete type of player that can be a game changer on your offensive line. And again, Mo, uh, Murph, versatility. That's what the Patriots always value in these right. types of picks. And I think Matt Bergeron brings that to you. you great go. athleticism for a guy his size. Um Projects really well in a zone rushing offense. There's no question yeah. about it. But there are a lot of ways that he can be a fit. And I think pretty much any type of scheme right. that you throw out there. This kid's a true pro right he out is. of the box. He, he's, yeah, right he's a starter right out of the box. And he mm -hmm. can play both, just about any position other than center on the line. You could, you could That's how smart the kid is. You could really put him in. And it's not easy, people. It's not. We've seen it. it you've seen it. It's not easy just switching over from the left side to the right side. Never mm -hmm. mind switching positions on both sides of the ball. And this kid is good enough to do that. Yeah, he absolutely is good enough to do that. As you can see, there's definitely a uh, pension for edge rushers in this draft as well. You got Bowling Green's Carl Brooks there. Yeah. Uh, you got Louisville's Yasser Abdullah. Um, he definitely did not shy away from addressing that need for the New England Patriots, Murph. I yep. like that. Um, even going with a quarterback and bringing Stetson Bennett yeah, in um, uh, for a little, yeah, uh, yeah for a little uh, a national couple, championship flavor there. So we, we got, got some a Bulldogs there. Right. That's it, man. Winning counts. You can't just say that when it comes to Super Bowls. Winning counts. And Stetson Bennett mm -hmm. is a winner. No yeah. matter what else you have to say about him, the guy knows how to freaking win football games. And uh, so, no, bravo. Hey, again, he, Kelly is not a Georgia guy, so don't think that just by looking at this that he grabbed a couple of Georgia guys. Mm. He grabbed them because they're good. There's only two uh, quarterbacks on this roster right now. Um, you're going to need a third, and mm. why not? And Stetson Bennett, quite, quite honestly, is a guy that you could draft here and stash on the uh, the practice squad if you still choose to bring in a veteran uh, quarterback as the third man in or the second man in, however you want to dice that up. Um, nice pick. I like it. And of course he, he, he went with Rutgers. Kelly, <laughs> Kelly just knows, you know, you got, you got to pay that tuition for years and years. Definitely. Still, Definitely. Still got to pay and, that tuition. And, and, uh, he did a good, good job with, 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 uh, God, how do you pronounce his name? Help me out, Mike. How do you pronounce his name? Adam Corsack? Corsack. Yep. yep. Corsack. Adam okay. Corsack. Yeah. Rutgers punter Bill Belichick is loving this. He is absolutely yep. salivating on this. Just absolutely loves it. Um, and the Patriots need a punter. I mean, you know, yep. how much better can you competition. get than, yeah, than bringing someone in? You know, I mean, that's uh, they need a, a punter, you know, potentially for uh, the uh, for the future. But, uh, you know, we'll see what Carlos Waitman has. I know we talked him up a lot yeah. on Friday's show, and I completely stand by that, but bringing in a punter, I think, is a smart yep. thing as well for some competition. A name stands out here to a lot of Patriots fans, and I think it should. Um, third one up from the bottom, Murph, Jonah Tavai. Um, yeah. Yes, folks, if you do recognize that last name, there is indeed a relation. He is one of the four Tavai brothers, of course, his brother Jelani, doing great work for the New England Patriots, starting yep. for the Pats um, along their front seven. Uh, Jonah is someone that I think has flown under the radar, and I don't understand why. Uh, this is a fit, naturally, to bring a brother tandem in. We know the Patriots right. are not averse to doing that. 
We've nope. seen them do it with the McCordys. We've seen them do it with the Gronkowskis. Uh, you know, they will bring guys in and make it a family affair here in New England. Uh, but there is more of a reason to like Jonah. When you look at the work that he's done with San Diego State, uh, and of course he's celebrating right now along with all the other Aztecs in their final four berth, as is my good buddy Murph with the Yukon Huskies. <laughs> tip of the cap, bud. A tip of the cap, a tip of the cap. I'll keep I'll keep reminding myself that I have to tip my cap for that. No, I'm only kidding, folks. It's the Big East. you got to love it. I'm yeah. a Providence guy through and through, but yeah, if there's a Big East team, yeah, if there's a Big East team, you root for them with everything that you got. And That's I it. am 100% Husky, uh, uh, you know, for the next uh, couple of uh, days leading right. up to the national championship game. But uh, we digress, folks. We're going to bring it back to New England. We're going to bring it back to NFL and bring it back to the draft. Uh, right. This kid definitely, you want to talk about an explosive motor? This kid's got it. Take right. a look at some of the footage that he has with the Aztecs, and I think you'll definitely see it. He can be an anchor, a star of a run defense. Definitely yeah. did so at San Diego State. He but can he set also, an edge. He can exactly. set an edge. And he how can. many times, how many times have you folks read my keys and see me and see me put out in bold? And this kid can do it. And you're grabbing yeah. him here at 192. And think of think of the, the think of the raw battles for the last pork chop in the freaking in the uh, the locker room between the Tavai brothers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, just the size, the power uh, that you yep. can see in this kid he can drive his blockers backwards. He can reset the line of scrimmage. A lot to like, and I'm really surprised we haven't seen yeah. him pop up on a lot more uh, mock drafts. He's Not only just six feet because tall. Jelani. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the I, yeah. We hate to say it here, you know, that only six feet tall. I know a lot. Of people out there would kill to be six feet tall, and um, but he's only six feet tall, and that's why he's he's probably a, a single gap, a, a one gap type yeah, player. That's a good point. But mm -hmm. he's somebody that you're going to be able to to rotate in. There, there are single gap plays in every single game. Yeah, it's exactly. And uh, to me, he can I learn. Think, yeah, he can learn. And you know what? I'm glad that you mentioned uh, his frame because I think sometimes I think being built as stout and as compact as he is, I think it can have a definite yeah. advantage or give a definite advantage yep. to him because he's so quick to pop out That's of the line. It. He's so quick to pop out of the box. Uh, I, I like this pick, and I think the New England Patriots are going to have an eye on him. Yep. Even if a lot of the national good are not seeing it. Very good, get a good burst yeah. out of those out of those smaller guys. You really yeah. do. It's not somebody that's going to go in there and overpower the six foot seven, um, you know, offensive tackle. But you could find a use for him. And and when you're picking here at what what is that one ninety two? I'm blind. Don't get old, people. I'm freaking blind. <laughs> yes. yeah. one ninety two. So at one ninety two, you you couldn't do better. You really couldn't. Mm. That's true. It really really is. And I think you know it adds a nice. You know, maybe a cherry on the top or a bow on the gift mm -hmm. here on this draft. I loved it. Uh, I'm not going to make any secret about this. This a is a plus. solid A draft. Yeah, a without any questions. Plus. Yeah, you may, Yeah, that, you know what? You've convinced me. I'm he going the full everything. A plus on this one too. You he know, did. I even yeah. like the 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 uh, the BYU guy. You got. Yeah, yeah, really, really good, good yeah. stuff uh, for him. I know some may look at it and say, well, you addressed wide receiver, uh, you know, a little bit late, but folks, don't let that deter you because the Patriots can still fill some of that position of need with free agency, even though I opened up the show today by painting a bleak picture of yeah. the DeAndre Hopkins and Jerry Judy situation. <laughs> First of all, it doesn't mean it still can happen. Look, um, cuts are coming. Yeah, you people exactly. People all keep forgetting. Cut downs are coming. Mm -hmm. All right. There's exactly. going to be talent let loose that is that are going to be able to sign with anybody they want. 
Right. You know, it's going to happen. So, so don't just focus on, on who's available now and who who's available in the draft cut downs are coming. And that's what a lot of people forget out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are maybe selling that short a little bit and, to be honest, I don't think that's smart. I think they shouldn't be, uh, you know, selling that short. I think the Patriots uh, do have to look to always in order to be able to um, move this team forward. And one of the best ways that they do that is to get some of these guys off of uh, the uh, the cutting room floor, bring them into an environment where they can succeed. And I think they'll be able to do that this year in New England. Murph, what can I say? It's always a blast when you join me here on Locked on Murph Monday. It's even more of a blast when we get to call it, uh, you know, when we get to call it Mock Draft Monday. Always, always an honor. Always a pleasure. So, folks, thank you so much for tuning in today and for making Locked on Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. And, of course, hopefully your first listen every day. If you haven't made us your first listen or if you have, please make your second listen the Locked On NFL podcast, the scouting report with the draft dudes. You definitely want to check this one out. Locked On NFL scouting, one of the best in the business with my good friends and colleagues, Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. They walk you through all the ins and outs of navigating your way through building a franchise. Definitely check it out wherever you get your podcast, wherever you listen and download it, subscribe to and follow. And also don't forget, to download, subscribe to, and follow Locked On Patriots as well. A proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On behalf of my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself of E2G Sports, I'm Mike DeBate. Continue to stay safe, stay well, be the change that you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow here on Locked On Patriots. Sour cream and chive Pringle. Pirate Pringle. I don't care if you don't want me to say it. Pringle. <laughs>